The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. All right. Thank you, Alliance. Somebody emailed me and said, I love that new morning thing. Like he's fired up about it. Can you play it when you first come on instead of the cock and then play it again? No, that would be overkill. That's a lot. But I assume you're on the reservation and you need to sleep this one off. So calm down. We'll play it when we play it. <laughs> you're too happy about that. Would you? Song twice in a row would basically be fine with that. Get it when you get it. Leave them wanting more, I say. But that's Alliance. And uh, if they wanted to tell us where they're playing on the weekends, they could. We don't know. But look it up. If you're interested in seeing them, they're, they're pretty fun to watch live. Pretty damn fun to watch live. Uh, I do have to say it was kind of an unceremonious ending to the big local love affair that we had with a kid that nobody cared about until we found out he was great was Brock Purdy. Uh, there was no like, you know, this guy was drafted. I didn't even know he was from... Arizona Gilbert. or wherever. Where's Perry High School? It's out in Gilbert. Is it yeah. nice in Gilbert? Right. I didn't Calvin even know. Stig. I didn't know that until like the third game he played. I didn't know Mr. Irrelevant was. Dra- Nobody made a big deal about the draft. Like, uh, oh, Mr. Irrelevant's from right here in Phoenix. Nobody thought he'd make the team. Nobody thought that was fun. And then he started to win. And then to watch it all go yesterday. Now, I'll tell you this. I, I don't understand Cardinal fans. Never will, never have. Don't get it at all. Uh, a lot of them were cheering for Brock Purdy because he's local. I could have a cousin or a brother playing for the Ravens, and I would hate him. I don't know how you you see your your number one rival and just say, well, he's from around here, so I'll cheer for the team I hate more than anything in the world. Can you imagine? You're a Seahawks fan. Even if it was Alex's best friend, Brock Purdy, and he's been to your house a million times and he's playing for the 49ers. I'm not cheering for that crap. He's on the he's on the team I loathe. But Cardinals friends, fans don't have that. Friends that are 49 fans and they reached out yesterday. So can you at least give us some good vibes? And I'm no, no, I can't do that. Why? I can't do that. Can't root for the 49ers. I'm not going to give you good no. vibes. Not even for <laughs> Purdy. We need you, no. man. I'm like no. I hope Brock Purdy's family's fine and all that. And he kind of had a cruddy ending to his season. Yep. That was kind of a. I'm yeah, not, I, yeah, I agree with that story about him. Sure, I don't care. Forty Niners no. about the Forty ers So I was like, "I'll go get him, kid." I think that's great. But it's not like the city had rallied around him prior to finding out no. he was good at something. 
Well, it's like finding out your, you know. Cardinal fans just want to rally around something. It's like when women find out a guy's got money. Yes. They didn't care at all. Yep. Until like, oh, wait a minute. He's from here? That was, go- oh, he's got money? Well, suddenly he's attractive. And let's pay attention to him. But Brock Purdy didn't get any press here in town, and he didn't. Nobody went nuts for the great Brock Purdy when he went off to Iowa State or wherever he played college, and nobody cared. Suddenly, it's like, hey, you know, he's from Mesa. We've been around. We've been rallying around. We haven't rallied around Brock Purdy once until he became popular, and then it became, it's kind of pathetic. And Cardinal fans, you shouldn't like him. Period. Zero. Nothing. I can't even imagine. Like if Kirby decided, like if they changed the rules and Kirby became the quarterback of the Browns or Bengals, I'd hate her. I'd hate her on that team so long as she's in that gear. I'm like, sorry about your – great, I'm glad your kid's in the NFL. I'm not cheering for her. I'm going to giggle and laugh every time she does something terrible or Brownsy because awesome. That helps my team. But you're talking about the same fan base that celebrated the Suns losing to the Bulls. That's true. I mean, the 30th anniversary is still – Yeah, I mean, it's you're ridiculous. Right. we got we got we to change a mindset around here. We're a soft resort town, and it shows. That's how come when you go to a Lions-Cardinals game, it's half Lions fan. These Cardinal fans sell their tickets. It's crazy. The Brock Purdy story came to an end yesterday, and it was kind of a cruddy way for it to come to an end. I don't care about the 49ers. I was watching that with, you know, like I have an interest in the idea of how they're going to handle it. The news was all over. Oh, my God. Christian. Poor Brock Purdy. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey's throwing the ball. They couldn't even throw. I mean, it felt terrible. Both guys. I mean, how bad was the luck for the 49ers all year? Well, Trey Lance is our guy. We've been sitting on him. Bye-bye, Jimmy G. We're going to let you go. And he's like, well, well, maybe shouldn't have let him go. Didn't. He comes in. All right, Jimmy G's our guy. That's nice. Boom, he goes down. Brock Purdy comes in. Well, I don't want to take Mr. Irrelevant there. He goes down. Then Josh Johnson, who's, you know. Been traveling around this league for years. Got a quarter in. He got a quarter in. He goes down. And you're like, what is going on with these guys? It's a good offensive line. These guys are just, I guess they're just taking the perfect hit one after another. You'd have been down to your fifth quarterback. Greasy, suit up. Yeah, you're technically down. Who's in the booth? Is there a quarterback in the booth? And Christian McCaffrey taking snaps and throwing the ball and and wild end-around super sandlot plays. I, I, I felt sorry for them, but again... Those are the cards you're dealt. That's what you have. Boo-hoo. You know, if it happened to the other team, you wouldn't be saying, well, it's not fair. But uh, the Brock Purdy story died kind of an unceremonious death yesterday because it was a really good story. And I think the people who suffered the most on that are the networks that were like, okay, we've got a story here that this is is people can relate to this, you know, shouldn't make it kind of thing. What will they do? Keep Purdy Oh, he's already been named starter next year. John, John Lynch said he's starting next year. But now with a UCL injury... And that kept Ben Roethlisberger out for like uh, 14 months. He was good. It was a bad injury. We'll see. Better get DZ down there. Derek Zellner will take that over. Derek Zellner will be out there. And Cardinals also yesterday watching Hassan Reddick just wreak havoc all over the uh, field for the Eagles. And then listening to at the thing, every Cardinal fan at Doug's house. We had this goddamn guy. (laughs) They're all mad. And I'm like. I remember when Hassan Reddick was here. Yep. Well, the whole thing's a mess. And they kept saying he had like 12 sacks his last year. He's a bust. He had 12, but he had 12 sacks. Yeah, but five of them came in one game. I'm like, did you hear what you just said? Yeah. Did you hear what you just Yeah, he only had seven the rest of the year. Did you hear what you just said? It, it, five in one game. Yeah, but it was against the Giants, and they weren't very good. And like, did you hear what you just said? He dominated an NFL team all on his own with five sacks in one game. And you're saying, eh. 
the production's a little light. And it was while he was here. But you can now see maybe it wasn't uh, Mr. Reddick's fault because he has had a season. Dude is playing. I'm kind of getting out of but you got that Simmons guy now you're doing the exact same thing to, and he's going to wander off and play for Tennessee or New Orleans or something and dominate. And be like, what happened there? Cardinals better get their act together. Quick. You're it's seeing, a good farm system for some seeing, NFL they're teams. They're the Pittsburgh the Pirates of football. You're looking around going, that guy played for the Cardinals. That guy played for the Cardinals. The Cardinals drafted that guy. That dominant superstar right there used to be a Cardinal. Yeah, Reddick was going nuts. Anyway, I got an email from Leigh. I wrote down the bullet points of it. Said, uh said, my husband cried when the Chiefs won yesterday. It was weird to have a two-year-old. Uh, it was weird we have a two-year-old. He didn't cry when I told him about the pregnancy. He didn't cry at the birth of the child. I would have cried at the pregnancy part. <laughs> Last night I said, why did this affect you so much? And he said, I wouldn't understand and I don't. But I think you just explained it, John. I think I finally saw my husband in love. <laughs> Kira. <laughs> you did. That's the truth. I, that's exactly what it is. You finally saw your husband's love. And here's the other part. The, the Chiefs don't represent responsibility and money. And I mean, Although it will cost him. It, they don't represent that. That child makes him nervous. That kid, when you told him we're pregnant, he just thought, oh, my God, for the next 20 years, I have to make sure that I don't kill it. Like, that's all. Like, nobody thinks of the joy and thrill and then and then lets it go for five or six months, which it's just a, it's a fleeting fantasy. It's tougher to trade. Yeah, you can't just go, I swear to God, I'm done watching this kid. That's it. If they do one more year of this, I'm out. You don't have the right to walk away. It's just, I mean, you do, but you're going to have to pay for it. It's responsibility. It's money. There's a lot loaded on the whole idea. Yes, probably he was really happy at the birth, but it just made him anxious and nervous. The, the, anxious, the anxiousness and the nerves of a football team are only, uh, you know, the game. And then maybe a day or two before, a day or two after, you live with it for a while. The pain will stay with you forever if they lose. Like yesterday's Bengals game, is gonna st- that's going to sit with Bengal fans for a long time. Because here's the thing with the Bengals. They're doing the perfect modern-era football build. They have a bunch of rookies that hit. And they're getting to Super Bowls and championships games with them. In a couple of years, they got to pay all these guys. And they're not going to be able to do it. You might get Chase and Burrow. You got to pay them the big money. But you have to figure out the ones you want. To, you got to okay. figure out yeah. how to keep this incredibly young team all together. But this is this is how football works now. This is what the Cardinals were hoping for with Kyler Murray. You get a quarterback, you can stuff in there in year one. You've got a four year window to have a quarterback you don't pay and build the team around him, and then it all starts going away because you got to start paying the guy. Unless you go, unless you have a guy lucky enough to have a guy like Tom Brady who took team friendly deals all the time. And didn't try to ice the entire team's salary cap with his money, the way Lamar Jackson's doing, the way Kyler did, you know, and then, you know, he gets injured or whatever, and then you're strapped for years. The Bengals have built the perfect blueprint for how you do this, and it only lasts four or five years unless they can do some serious, you know, work. You look at the Chiefs, and they've done this with Mahomes and Kelsey, but that's about it. I guess you got Jones on the defense, but they've let guys go and they've replaced them with good rookies. That's just a team that's been historically good at picking people up. So they're sticking around, but their window's going to close here soon too, and they got to start paying. They they they're amazing at letting dudes go. Tyreek Hill, 
And most of the time, a team like and that's a that's a cash strapped move. Like and they can't paid pay Mahomes. Him. You paid Mahomes, but that's yeah. my point. Well, Normally, he's you not pay taking in until next year. The bulk of it, it's but, big. Yeah. But but that's the point, though. You yeah, pay yeah. your quarterback, and you and pay you got to prep everything. You pay else. three or four guys big the way they are. Usually, you got you're going to lose the Tyreek Hills. You're going to lose the I don't know if Edwards Hilaire is even around anymore. He is. Oh, he was injured. He's, yeah, but now you've got Pacheco, so you don't have to worry about no, paying yeah. the next guy. Nobody's paying running backs yeah. anymore. You get you get you get. You hit the rookies, and you can keep your window open. Mm-hmm. Right now, the hey, Bengals. My team the did it. Bengals. Oh, before, your team's in even great shape. Before the rookie salary cap was in, we had Russ on a on a yep. rookie deal for five years. That's how you got great. And yep. then when you paid him, that strapped the team. Yep. You get rid of him, and look who's back. Yep. Rookie hits. Yeah, that's the way. So the Bengals, the Rams did it. You just you have a quarterback. You're not. And then they had to go get one. Well, they swapped but for one. the golf thing. Was they like we're not paying salary you. For salary. You're all right. We got yeah. to a Super Bowl with you. We didn't win it. Yeah, so it, the, the Bengals, I look at the Bengals, the blueprint right now, this is how you win. You get a bunch of rookies. You hope that all of them mesh together fast. Yeah, they did the exactly two that. Get two or three more years out of that. and then, Stay healthy. Yeah, fingers crossed you can keep this alive a little longer. But, man, that's a – but this one will live with Bengal fans for a long time because it's like, oh, that one play. We didn't, what, what, what if? The what ifs are all over yeah. if that dude doesn't hit Burrow in the back. But he did. Nothing you can do about it. Excited. Super Bowl's coming. It is fun. And I don't know. I'm I'm hesitant to say I'm excited that it's here. I'm not. I yeah, I was talking about that, too, with Alex, because the last time it was here, he was young enough. We went down to the NFL experience, and they loved yeah. it. Oh, that it's was awesome. The, that was when Steve Irvin blew out Miami. his Miami. Yeah, it's <laughs> an awesome we event. We did that, too, and he loved it. But it's a different deal now that he's older. Yeah, and it's also just crazy town. Like they figured it, it out. Now I got to hand it to the, they the figured it out. Community. Putting it all downtown, and, and Scottsdale, Scottsdale, everywhere people like to go is going to be full of buttholes. Mm-hmm. All sorts Even of Glendale. activities yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, everywhere. But Gilbert will be like the, the sanctuary. Like it's gonna, nobody's going to Gilbert. <laughs> nobody's going to go hang out in Gilbert. It's not the, but downtown Gilbert will be like where the locals are all like, oh thank God, and get See, away from all these assholes. Now and we should have bought that investment house. We yeah. could rent it out. This. <laughs> Like you get you get like one week of, of pull on it. Oh yeah, you you're do. getting high money, but the guy across the street from me has done two weeks of pull on it, and I don't know how he's done. You gay neighbors? No, no, uh, in the rental neighborhood I've got, mm. it's an insane amount of money. It's it's an annual salary for a teacher. Yeah, for what he's doing in two weeks of February. Wow. That's insane. They're pulling twenty grand for a week's worth, of, like just to sit in your dumb house. If it wasn't for moving all of my possessions out, that hassle, I would consider it. But they had so many things. It would be like moving out. It would stink. But, man, there's places in Arcadia, $20,000 $20, for the week. There's a house, a on, week? There's a house on Squaw wow. Peak that's 35000 right now, and they're getting it. It's on the mountain. It's uh, up on the bump off of the 51. You can actually see it when you go by on the 51 in, like, northern Sitting there, it's $35,000 for the, for the week. And I don't know what it was nightly, but it was insane. Beautiful place, but my God. That's crazy. So, yeah, consider all that. But I don't, I'm not real super excited about, like, the, the, it being here. Because the Phoenix Open and that together, it's just going to be a hodgepodge of crazy. The Phoenix Open is going to be nuts. There's going to yeah. be 400,000 people It's amazing there. how many people coming in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jackson was jammed. And Barrett Jackson, oh, I had a friend. We were there Friday, yeah. and it was it was went. insane. Yeah, I yeah, heard. I went uh, on Saturday. 
Yeah, that went nuts. And that's two weeks before everybody And that airport. <laughs> it's oh. just every five minutes. Private yeah. jets. Oh, oh out of Scottsdale. Oh, yeah. yeah. Helicopters, everything. Just yeah. bought his car. Yeah. <laughs> I'll Take get off. Come I'll take back. This is nothing. But that was, I thought that was going to be the week before. Luckily, it was two weeks prior. But yeah, with the Phoenix Open being what it is, that's it. And we are doing a Super Bowl party at CB Live, and it's kind of fun. It doesn't have a name. There was an argument about the name. We can't call it certain things. So we went with the Comedy Bowl Fun Fiesta Super Slappy Happy Hour. I think that's catchy. <laughs> what? That's not really what it is. But everybody's sitting in a room like, we can't call it this. We can't say that word. We can't say them. I'm like, all right, Adam Ray is going to do a stand-up. I got Gary Cannon. He's showing up. Oh, no. Gary Owen was going to be part of it, but he's a Bengals fan, and now he's not coming. Uh, so we need uh, – and Kansas City uh, – what's his name? Uh, Chris uh, – can't remember his name. Tall dude. Comedian. Oh, yeah. I yeah, yeah, yeah. can't remember his last um, name for some reason. Damn it. He's awesome. But he's Brad Williams' buddy and Adam's buddy. He was going to pop over. Porter? Porter. Yeah. There you go. Good one. And so we're working on getting all sorts of guests up there. But it's just going to be like uh, an hour and a half before the game. Uh, we're putting a stand-up thing. $9.80 if you want to go to cblive.com and grab tickets. 9 bucks, 10 bucks essentially, nine eighty. You get in there, have a two-and-a-half-hour stand-up. We're all in good mood. And then a viewing party right there at uh, Copper Blues, which is an CB Live, which is a great spot. And at Desert Ridge is having a huge party out there mm-hmm. where the extension of premise, you can get drinks and walk around like you're in Vegas. So you can, on the Sunday, and they've got big stuff set up all over. So it's going to be fun. Let's just go out and watch the game there with all the rest of the normals. And to jump back to your other conversation from earlier, bring that wife of yours and let her shop and throw her with a couple of margaritas. Exactly. Go get her margarita and say, you can wander around with us. And I suggest you do. Take a walk, sister. Game's on. But, yeah, we can uh, we can go up there and watch that, and that would be pretty good. I think Super Bowl's different, though. I think the wives are all in on that because they just they want to watch they for like the commercials. commercials. Yeah. Because they know everybody else's <laughs> wife is going to be Yeah, and Rihanna's yeah. going to be the halftime That's show. That's true, so. too. Yep. They do. They want to watch that. They know everybody that. else's wife. And what's the deal with Rihanna's commercial? It looks like Dr. Seuss did her hair. And everybody, everybody's yeah, like, everyone like, says it right off the bat. What the, the hell's bat? going on with your Rihanna hair? Rihanna who? Yeah, she's Rihanna who. I like that. She's from Whoville. The Bahamanian who's. It's a new hair product. I don't know what it is, but it's weird looking, and I don't like it. She better focus in on, uh, you know, the, the the look. What you talking about? Like being hot. Oh, yeah. That's what Rihanna needs to sell. I don't want to see Rihanna singing. I know she can sing. This is a Super Bowl party. Put it out there. Give me the whole show. You got a lot to live up to because last year's was unreal with that tribute to all the rap stuff and the 90s rap with Dr. Dre and Eminem. And- yeah. Snoop and all that. That was amazing. That was one of the better halftime shows I've ever seen. So Rihanna's going to be, she's got to sell it to me. I'm not a Rihanna fan. I like Rihanna enough, but not enough to sit and stare at her, you know, unless she's doing something really kind of kind of sexual. Who else did we have? Oh, Katy Perry was the last one here, right? <laughs> yeah. Elijah That was Wood. good, the dancing sharks. At least we had something memorable. Right. <laughs> like Nickelodeon. And the sure. lion. Yeah. She came out on that lion. But, but. I am not a Katy Perry fan. <laughs> I think she looks... I don't get why everybody thinks she's hot. I think they're all booby blind. She looks just like That's Elijah Wood. That's what it is. Wood. It's the cans. That's it. She, if, if Elijah Wood had C or D cups, he'd look exactly like her. They're the same face. There's nothing different about Katy Perry and Elijah Wood's face. Not a fan of Katy She tried to change it up by going blonde. It still didn't work. Still, she just looked blonde Elijah Wood. Yeah. That's all I saw. <laughs> all I see is... Uh, was it Frodo? Is that little Frodo? I don't know which one he was. <laughs> 
He was Frodo. He was Frodo. Yeah. I see girl Frodo. Kind of sexy Frodo. I'll give her the fact she's built. But if that, the face looks too much like that, too, it bothers me. <laughs> but these are the things we'll discuss at the halftime uh, at CB Live. We will be critical to a almost disgusting degree of the way Rihanna looks, the way men are. And women, too. <laughs> and women are worse. Especially Rihanna. Oh, well, that Lady Gaga, when she floated around yep. in Houston with her gut hanging out, and everybody's like, okay, Lady Gaga needs to not wear that. She's got a bunt cake around her, her waistband. Just the opening shot of her jumping out of oh, that I'm leaping out of that thing, and then her <laughs> belly was all shaky, and I'm like, okay, why didn't we moo-moo Gaga for this? <laughs> Don't be rude. She's a performer. All right. Performer still can put some clothes on and not make me sick. If she had a six-pack ab and a great ass, she wouldn't be complaining. You're exactly right. That's what I'm complaining about. You're making my point for me. Yeah, you recognize it or you wouldn't have said that stupid thing. You recognize why I'm complaining without me having to say yuck. All I said was yuck. And you're like, okay, I see it too, but I'm not going to be a jerk. Everybody that said, well, I can't believe you were mad about her stomach. Never said anything about her stomach. I just said the word yuck. You're the one who noticed why I said yuck and then got mad at me. But Gaga we're floating around. We're closer aligned than you think. Right <laughs> yeah. Now. Oh, yeah. We're on the same page. I'm yeah. just I'm just a little more Tourette'sy it. about it. <laughs> yeah. And all I said was yuck. And then you pointed out why I said yuck and made me the bad guy. But when she leapt into that Houston stadium, I, I, I'll never forget it. I'm like, well, this is kind of neat. The drones are neat. What's that big? What is that big? Is that the uh, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man? What's coming out of the helicopter? <laughs> oh, my God. That's Gaga. And then she descended, and the helicopter was trying to hold her in the air, but it was struggling. Yeah, it looked like it was San Andreas up there. I can't, I can't hold her. And then she falls down on a thing and does her terrible music and moves on. Green screen. Uh, yeah, I like. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. I'm with Brady. That was a green screen. There's no aeronautical invention that can keep her in the air that long. <laughs> They'd need two or three choppers in a row triangulated with giant steel cables to keep that whale in the air. I've seen them try to move, you know, beasts of burden through, you know, jungles. They're injured, like elephants and stuff. Operation Dumbo drop, and the helicopter's like, all of them. they needed a second one, or one of those double choppers. That's what kept Gaga in the air. So Rihanna's got to keep it sexier. We're not interested. At least I'm not. You're going to get a little taste of Gaga, probably. She's going to be there? no. You'll have Bradley Cooper in one of the suites. Oh, no, 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 no. They don't, they're not still doing that. Yelling to the crowd. <laughs> that's that's not an, on a never-ending loop. <laughs> oh, I thought it was. <laughs> the worst song in the world. <laughs> did you ever watch that movie, Brett? No. The Star is Born? Nope. Man, if you ever did, you'd wonder why Bradley Cooper's character didn't kill himself earlier. He kills himself at the end, but you know why he's a drunk. I'm watching that whole thing going, well, they just get her away from him. He'll be fine. He's got an alcohol problem. She's not helping. He has to wear those beer goggles to find her attractive. She keeps taking her shirt off. She gets naked in it? It's the worst. Yeah, she takes her can, her giant nose and her cans are out. And then they sing that stupid song with no words in it. and Ugh. Oh, I hate that song so much. I hate, I hate that movie. Like I'm like Bradley Cooper. I'm a man. That's a dashing individual. He's a good-looking man. He is not falling for that troll. 
Unless he was he's an alcoholic. Right. So where's the problem if you're a friend? Hey, look, you're doing a lot of stupid stuff. If I saw Brady, you know, he's like, ha, I got a problem with the, with the, with the, with the whiskey. Look at him. Uh, Look at him with that troll girl. We got to get it. We got to. We need an intervention here. He's going to start having sex with that thing. Or don't let him sober up. Oh, God. Look at him on the stage. In the show. La, 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 la. <laughs> oh, no. He's singing to it. He's falling in love with that thing. We got to get him off the hooch. You're not seeing straight, man. <laughs> You're writing love songs to it. That movie. And women loved it. Because it gave all ugly women a hope that Bradley Cooper might like them. With enough alcohol, they're tolerable. That's basically the <laughs> message of the movie. If you drink enough, somebody that looked like Lady Gaga can get a Bradley Cooper. Yes, hello. La, 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 la. Show me your fish. <laughs> That's what, that would have been a better one to sing to her. I love this little lady so much. Shalala, shalala, hello, me old fish. Hold it up, proud. <laughs> Stretch it out like uh, putting the thumb in it. God, that movie's bad. Anyway, if you want to watch a terrible movie this week, Brett, that's the one. <laughs> the a Star is Born. And the crazy part is she made Barbara Streisand, because it's a remake, made Barbara Streisand look like the more beautiful of the two. Because even in the original, it's Chris Christopherson. Not the original, but the one in the 70s. Chris Christopherson and Barbara Streisand. And Christopherson kind of has that you know drunken look about him. Where it made sense that he would actually, like, that guy's an alcoholic. Like, he's handsome, but oof, man, he's got some miles on him. And then Streisand shows up all cross It looks like she's treating the plague. She's got one of those medical beaks <laughs> on. She's got an, why are you wearing the, the N95? And the afro. Yeah, the afro and the N95. It's not a mask. That's her nose. Like, oh, my God. That's actually, I thought she came in in Groucho glasses without the glasses. And I'm wondering, too. What's she looking at? She's looking at me and for me at the same time. And then she came in, they're going to be all right. And he's crashing the car. He's trying to get away from her. Yeah, Star is Born's great. What? I'm so drunk, I find you attractive, Lady John, Gaga. isn't Lady Gaga the one who always leaves tubs full of pig's blood in hotels she stays in? I, I don't know about what? that. What? I just think she's got a heavy flow. You haven't heard that. <laughs> she's a five? Yeah. Whenever she... Five? Every, that's, that's a 12. <laughs> I'll tell you this about what I think about her. Every 28 days, there's pig's blood involved because it's hers. sha la 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 in the la, 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 la. Yeah, I did that one Sunday. I just said, all right, no football. Let's see what this is all about. No football. Well, that was when no football was Oh, on. I yeah, thought I you watched. chose that. No, no, no. I was no, like, no. what the hell's wrong with you? I, uh, I was trying to find things to do. So I woke up, turned to Stars Born. It was on, so I missed the Stars Born. And holy Moses. I'm like, man, Bradley Cooper, I want to jump through this TV. Pour a bucket of cold water on your head and walk you over to a strip club and go, what are you doing with that thing? So he should have won an Oscar for actually finding that attractive? He should have won an Oscar for having to do a love scene with it. <laughs> he should have won a Purple Heart and a, like the Kennedy Center Honors and like the Medal of Freedom. It was so real for the ladies. They actually thought they were yeah. actually seeing each other. Right. God, these After the, the, the chemistry so much, between yeah. them. Remember when they went on and sang at the, was it the Oscars together? And she showed up, and she was all orange, and she'd painted herself bright orange like an Oompa Loompa, and they sang it together, and it was like, I think there's something going on here. Like, I think he's drunk again. <laughs> he has to just lick her up. That's the people emailing me saying, Patrick Mahomes said before the game he didn't take a shot at Tortall. Uh... He did, too. And the NFL encourages guys to not say it. I just want them to. Same thing with uh, Cooper. Every time he was around her, 
and he had to have doughy star eyes to look into her eyes. That's that was a lot of southern comfort in there. A lot. We'll see though. Don't watch that, Brett. You're wasting your time. You might enjoy the song. But... What the la 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 la. What was that song called? In the shallow. In the shallows. Yeah. In the shallows. Yeah. Yeah. Sad, lonely ladies loved that more than they love walking into the woods with a yoga instructor in Sedona. <laughs> I'm gonna find my center and be like Bradley Cooper's girl. You're gonna date an alcoholic. <laughs> it's the only hope you've got. You're also wandering into the woods with a stranger who's telling you that he knows where the vortex is. This is dangerous. It's everything you've, it's everything you've been taught not to do. My feet tingled. <laughs> I feel funny. Well, follow me into the woods. Okay. There's your song. Oh, God, you've got it. Oh, oh I'm already sick. <laughs> He's... Tell me something, girl. And this is why people sing with their eyes closed. They didn't have to look over at his duet Are partner. you happy in this modern Fast forward to the shallow last. I don't know where it is. It's the no, chorus. That's the, almost all of it. After once they run out of words, that's all they do. No, I can't listen for it. I can't. I'll just do it in my own head. <laughs> Hate that movie. But yeah, that was the word. That was a bad Super Bowl performance, and she's. It's forgotten, but people weren't real happy with Giga. Going to be tough to top last year, but we'll see. I got to say, uh, Phoenix, great job this weekend watching the news. Every time you turned around, someone was killing a bad guy. Yeah. It was crazy. There was a, a dude walked up to a guy filling his tank over on 12th Street in Highland. He's like, uh, it, the idiot it comes up with a gun. He's like, give me what you got. And he's like, all right, hang on a second. I'll get it. Goes into his car, which is the worst thing you can let, let your victim do. Opens the glove box, turns around, and shoots the guy twice. You're done. Good night. Which is a big win for us good guys. Uh, another one. Dude broke into somebody's house. The homeowner's like, nope, this isn't happening. Bam, bam. Blanked him out. He confronted a homeowner. A group of guys came up to a homeowner in North Phoenix, up on Union Hills. Wander up to him. He's like, hmm, I'll be right back. Goes in, just starts plugging away, takes a guy down. The rest of the group scattered. I'm like, yeah, this is it. This is for the good guys. This is all for us. Like we always talk about at the tactical black thing. More sheepdogs, less sheep. There's a lot of wolves out there. If you're prepared for them, you're like, all right, this dude's trying to rob me. I love the story at the gas station because that could happen to any of us. We're vulnerable at gas stations. Just standing there leaning on our cars, kind of half paying attention. Now they give you a TV on the tank. Yeah. So you can sit and even be more absorbed into something instead of your surroundings. And bad people see that. Like, look at this. This, Especially women standing there staring at that gas tank or that gas uh, pump and watching TV. Usually it's in Spanish, which I don't understand. And I watch the entire time. But, like, you know, you kind of forget where you are and there's... Stuff happening all around you. Two guy, for five on Slim yeah. Jims. <laughs> Brady's running. Brady's too mobile. He's running back and forth getting Funyuns and stuff. I'm already out of Funyuns. Why that Fry's has that kiosk with all the little samples of chips. Yeah. Yeah. Right in the middle. I went, Brady got gas and he goes, watch this. And I'm like, what is it? And he put it, we're going to fill her up. Puts a thing in. And then Brady's running into the thing and back. Hammers a bag of Funyuns. Back in. Five. My record's five. I got five bags in before it's full. Like, that's amazing. 20-gallon tank. Yeah, I was only on quarter of a tank, too. That's only three-quarters full. I got, that was a half. That was a filler-up. That would have been the six-bagger. Going for the record today. Going for the record. I'm on empty, man. I'm excited. 
But there's some dude walks up to you with a gun and says, give me what you got. I'm like, all right. I don't, you know, if you don't have a gun, what are you going to do? But the guy's got the, you know, right at you. You can be trained and start fighting him, which you can do when somebody's got a gun. They've only got one thing, and usually a guy with a gun doesn't have a good fight in him outside of that gun. So move that out of the way, and you got yourself a fight. But the uh, dude took him down, which I love. Good. Good. But all these idiots who are wandering around on fentanyl and everything else. And most of the time, give them what they want. That's the big thing. It's like if they're asking for money, give it to them. It's not worth dying over. Give them your car even. It's not worth it. But if he's dumb enough to say, get in your glove box and give me what's in there. Uh, all right. Yep. Let me go get that. The guy got in the glove box and shot him. Bad guys, you don't deserve to You live. want this? Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, the, the, there was an attempted armed robbery in El Mirage. Took him down. They tried to uh, armed home robbery. Three people in El Mirage. Boom, boom. Gone. You busting into my house. This is the news we need to hear. We don't need to hear when the bad guys win or get away. We need to hear about when the homeowners get them. When the guy at the gas station pulls and gets them. Which leads me to the uh, Tyree Nichols situation the memphis the kid yeah, that died in memphis which you, did you watch the video i watched it all friday a little bit not all of it oh my god so if you haven't watched the entire video i haven't seen the it. tyree nichols thing and we're a baby in bathwater society we want to you know i'm watching all these people we gotta defund police no we don't this is look i'll make my personal feelings known on this that looked completely personal to me what I was watching was somebody mad at someone else for something a lot more than reckless driving. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not saying I know. I don't. I wouldn't be if surprised there past. if there was a past. If yeah. there was something with that guy's wife. Like, that looked like what you see, uh, like, when you find out your wife was boning somebody. I don't, I'm not saying that guy was. No, I I'm know. Saying but it's, it was just it, That was watch. a personal attack. Mm-hmm. There's a point in that thing. And I have, you know, we watch Brett's videos. Nothing on this. Really? Nothing. Yeah. I mean, there's a point where they're holding his head up, handcuffed, and, and a dude just kicks. Field goal kicks. Then that dude grabs him, and the other guy does it. Takes two five steps back, lines it up, and field goal Hold kicks. him and kick him. All five get a turn. This never ends. And so it's worse than George for, Floyd? Oh, it and is. And the kids call oh, for yeah. his mom. I'll that, tell you this. It's more violent. That's a news thing. That's a, and I, yeah, but I think you're just saying whatever, and that's a big news thing to glom onto that. He said a lot more than that. That you don't hear a lot of it because it's a, yeah. it's worse than the George Floyd situation in that it is really violent. Mm. And the George Floyd really situation, violent. you're watching, you're like, I don't like what I'm seeing, but I'm not seeing violence. I'm seeing, I'm seeing something I don't. You know, it's not good, but it isn't like just, this is gory. It's bloody beyond law enforcement violence. Oh, oh so it's it's beyond. it's vigilante yeah. gang behavior, and it isn't all the cops, and that's the problem. Like everybody, like, and then the protests. I understand. I don't think anybody, in order for me to understand a protest, there has to be two sides. And I don't even see the police standing up for this. So protesting now, I guess, is to say we want changes and reforms and whatever. But I don't think anybody is saying this is a, this type of thing is something I've never seen before. And I don't think, even in the worst cases of police, police brutality, this is, this is the worst I've seen. I always, and I'm a supporter of the cops and everything else. I've talked to cops, and they're like, none of us think anything happened there. And my theory, I, I have to believe there was something between at least one of the police officers 
and that that kid. I mean, there was n- I didn't see a single reason. I watch a lot of the OP live, and I think, man, I don't know how cops don't just rear back and punch people more often. They're mouthy, stupid, you know, uh, jittery, skittish, all this stuff. That, and and ninety nine percent of the time, I won't say ninety ninety five percent of the time, the cops just coolly walk through. This particular thing, something set them all off. There was there was something about this that seemed to be a vendetta. This didn't look like a traffic stop. This looked like a we got our guy. Pull him over in this corner and just go. And I mean, if you watch that video, Brady, you will you'll it it makes you sick. It's yeah. nauseating. Mm. But I don't understand what the protests are because nobody's going. Nobody's on the other side saying no. Nobody did anything. Who's a cr-? everybody agrees. I think across the board, cops, government. Left, right, me, you, everybody's like, this one's wrong. Like, to a no-argument degree. Everybody has the George Floyd thing, where I've always said two things can be true at once. The cop went overboard. George Floyd wasn't a great guy. You know, he invited police into his life an awful lot, and then the cops did way too much. He didn't deserve to die. He was also not a stand-up individual. Both of those things can be true. Yeah. And the cop got his punishment and well-deserved and everything else. George Floyd died for nothing. And I totally agree with that. But no, everybody wants to make him a saint. He was not a saint. Both of those things can be true. This one, man, I don't know. I don't even, what I was watching was just a, a murder. Just a flat-out vicious murder. And the fact that the, and they didn't seem to mind once that frenzy got going, it was like when uh, animals attack. Yeah. There was no turning that off. It was the weirdest thing ever. Once they're out of breath, their comments on it, and he's just sitting there propped up against the car. It's just... It's, it's like, weird. Yeah, it's, You're watching a murder. Yeah, a slow weird. one. It's weird. And uh, and I don't know how long that video is. I watched probably five There's or six There's an minutes. hour and like seven minutes. Yeah, I didn't watch of, an edited version. Video that they released. I watched once it goes to that yeah. corner, that street corner, and they are holding yep. him, handcuffed, and kicking him in the ribs. And I'm like... And it's slow. It's like, your turn. I'll get him. And then they just kind of line it up, and you're it's, like, Man. it goes from a point where he's screaming for his mom to where he doesn't. Utter There's just a nothing word. left. It is it is horrible. Ugh. But he's, I don't see a, an opposing viewpoint. I don't see people going, "No, wait a minute, he deserved it." I don't. This time, I don't right. see it. I saw the George Floyd fight. Like, hold on a second. You know, everybody kind of wait until the the you know every the dust settles and let's find out what was going on. And I didn't agree with it, but I understood it. This one, I don't. I don't get it. And all those dudes are going to jail for murder. No question. All five of them. And I liked what Al Sharpton had to say. He goes, the fact that the officers were all black makes this worse. Oh, all five of the yeah, officers were? Wow. So the fact that all five of them were black makes this worse. Oh, and Memphis would be burning yeah. if they were white. Oh, oh yeah. and right now. probably I if mean, I watch I, that. I, I, I hate to make white that guys? kind of comparison, but yeah. I, think that, I think that's part of it. Yeah, he said the fact that the officers were black makes this worse because, uh, you know, the, the, the fight that everybody's gone through to get uh, – to have more diversity on the police force right. to represent those right. people has right. now just been negated to a point of like, oh, my God, it's a gang thing. It looked terrible. But it doesn't – but, again, it doesn't mean that uh, all the police are in on this and, never, and we need to not fund them. That was the first thing I saw last night. I was like, well, you know, why do we give so much money to the police? Why are we – we need them, period. That's it. Now, you're going to have this go on. It's, it's horrifying. And if this becomes the norm – Maybe it was. I don't know. I've never seen it before. But it is. That was just tragic. Almost vigilante. Oh, it saying, is. You know what? We're going to make a statement on the streets, and this word will spread. I don't know if that's the dude was the, not fighting that hard. 
I understand him running. Like, I even watched that like going. That, like the so crew. Yeah. You know, it reminds me of the, I mean, it's a different thing, but the movie, um, the Clint Eastwood movie, where the cops, the rogue cops are kind of taking their own justice. Yeah. Oh, I see. See, I think that's been going on for a very long time, yeah. which is what people are. This one is different. This is just flat out awful. Like, you watch it, you're like, oh, my God, this is. There's no justification. There's no, like, whatever that guy did, he didn't deserve this. I don't care if he was, if he had a trunk load of fentanyl and, like, a, 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 a you know, a sex trafficked kid in the back seat. What they were doing was, like, you got him. Stop. You got him. And then they talk about that. What, what do they call it with police? The uh, the uh, run rage or whatever. Like, if they run from yeah, you, right. they get, you get fired then up. they're going to take. Yeah. They're gonna and there is a little adrenaline to that. But I could, I, could, I understand a little it's forearm, much, a little shot I, in the I, back I, of the melon. I get that, too. I, and maybe it's a but little too much. What they did for 20 minutes. It's a, long, it's a long watch. And they got them all wrapped up. The thing's over. Didn't need to worry about him anymore. He was he was caught, yeah. and it is brutal. But then I'm watching people protest here in Phoenix, and I'm like, you're protesting. Nobody's against you. This is this is marching for sunshine. We all agree. Yes. So, I mean, I mean, it's yes. just a weird thing to try to stir up, like, we're going to march in the streets, and they were worried about violence in cities. And I'm like, and I can get Memphis being a little fired up and stuff. And But it was like, we're all in the, we all saw it, right? We all saw yeah. the same thing. And nobody's going, well, of course, you know, the police weren't wrong. Everybody thinks it. Not good. And then you start to wonder, as a logical person, are we all on the same page? Because all the cops were black. If there were white cops, would you have a bunch of people trying to defend this? And then you start to think to yourself, I don't know where the race line starts coming in because it's been invited into this again. Like, I wonder if all five of those guys were because the Rodney King beating was pretty violent, pretty awful. And that dude was trying some moves that nobody talks about when he's trying to break their legs and stuff. But, you know, that one was a bit out of hand. That was still way back in the day, though. That sure. was before nobody the knew there was a, of the yeah, world and true. everything has changed a lot. Nobody knew there was a dude in the bushes filming that whole right. thing either. So how often was that happening? You know, Boys yeah. in the Hood. Boy, uh, John Singleton, uh, or Singletary made a point to say that the cop that bothers Cuba Gooding was black. Because mm-hmm. he said, I didn't want to make it a white-black thing. I wanted to make it... The police hate the neighborhood. It's a, They're a gang, too. And that was the thing he was trying to point out. Because back then, I think there was a lot more of that kind of, nobody's looking. Let's just do what we want. It's horrible. That is a horrible video to watch. But I do, watching that, it would not surprise me one bit if it came out that one of those dudes or two of those dudes had some sort of personal beef with that guy. There's some tie back to yeah. that kid and what I watched that was more than just an arrest. There was something deep in this. It's a terrible thing to watch. But, yeah, I just think uh, the good news is maybe this one will be the one that people are like, okay, we can all yeah. we can all agree on one angle of this. It doesn't turn into Black Lives Matter versus Kyle Rittenhouse right. versus this versus right. that. And we lose focus on what actually it is. It's this- just a bummer because, well, not only the police officers that we know personally – yeah. I've got buddies, like, my buddy is a cop up in Surprise. Yeah. And just the 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 pressure that they have now is is even more for a little yeah. while until this dies down. And that's and that's crap because of these yeah. five guys in, in Memphis yeah. charging up. I didn't the see anybody the defending them, though. No, no, no. Not I'm long. not saying defending them yeah. at all. And that's the thing. I think the police are a little bit even exonerated on this because not one of them stand I up. I hope so. This, was not a, this hope wasn't so. a cover-up. This was anything. It's like, get them out of here. Yeah. Every cop's like, get them out of here. This isn't what they do. It's crazy. But I and now I wonder if we'll ever hear the rest of that story. 
probably in court will hear that because the guys have to defend themselves have to come out in court so they got to say something other than just i lost it i i, I somebody will uncover there were woodward and bernstein out there and somewhere maybe, that'll get that maybe that's the story my theory in my brain makes me feel more comfortable and that's why i'm doing it because i can't imagine someone has that this, in them just uh, this to, being random yeah this being like screw it i'm getting this guy I don't know who he is. I've never had. I've never dealt with him before. I am just done with this guy. And all scene. five on the same page. And everybody, yeah. And everybody's like, "Yep, that dude thinks it's a good idea. Let's do it." I mean, it's I, I, my brain can't wrap around the fact this was just a traffic stop that randomly turned into this de- attack. There had to be something else there, and I haven't seen. Maybe that's already come out, but I haven't seen a thing about all that. But that's how my head works. Like this isn't. This is personal. They do that in murders a lot, where they're like. You see when somebody gets shot in the, you know, and up close and they shoot him in the, like, like a woman will get her, her face cut. That's a personal attack. Like somebody's mad at them. Like there's a guy like, I'm going to cut up your pretty face because something happened with her to him. There's a lot of moves that cops look at in investigations that are like, no, this just got personal. Like he stabbed her in the heart and then a boob. Like yeah. this, this was a personal, That's- this got personal. Like this wasn't just a murder because those are sloppy. This was a, I'm getting her here, I'm getting her here. You know, was, you start making it about what happened between the two of you, the history. Whether that's known by the, the assailant and the victim or just one, there's a personal thing there. This is so bad, it's ridiculous. So the protests they had down there, you know, they're peaceful and all that, and that's nice. But I think protesting means there's an opposition standing against you saying, no, we want it this way. I don't see that this time. And that makes this one of those watersheds where we're like, all right, we're all on the same page. What, what do we do next? And I don't think handcuffing the police is the idea. I think hearing from cops constantly saying, you know, we are not that. I just don't know what, I don't know what you can do at this point. Because you need the police. You certainly don't need this stuff hanging over them. It's bad. And I don't know what it was. And this guy says it. Kevin, Kevin has a good point, too. He goes, asking a question outside the box. This is a great question. Mob hit? Because that's what it looks like. It looks like somebody, this was a target. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was, evidently it was, yeah, he was close enough to his house, too, that he could scream his mother's name. That's why that she yeah, heard that's him. Right. It's 100 yards away. And then just shouting, yeah. They were in the intersection. She nuts. lives three houses down. But, I mean, the dude was, I mean, when you watch that, you're like, oh, the news is going to glom onto that part as the emotional side. If you yeah. can't get emotion out of just Before watching this that, without yeah. sound, you've yeah. got no heart in your body. I don't think I want to see it. You don't. No, yeah, honestly, they don't. It's, yeah. I watched it because I didn't think it could get even near as bad as it did. Uh, I was ten uh, percent. I thought I they were overhyping it. Yeah, so did I. Right. I thought, oh, they're trying to make news out. Nope. I, if it was ten percent of what I watched, it was way too far. It was nuts. But yeah, and the mob hit. That makes more sense to me than just a random mind loss. Like if if, if somebody's like, hey, the cops will take care of this for us. But again, the cops have body cameras. There's cameras on light poles. I mean, everywhere. They have to know that. Yeah. Which means this didn't matter to them. Like, they were willing to do that to this because something else was going on. Had to be. Because a cop isn't going to risk his entire, all of his freedom just to beat up some random street guy. You know, just pull some guy out of his car and go, hey, you know what? I'm going to throw it all away. You, you guys with me? Yeah, we're all in. Let's just, we know the cameras are on. We know this is going to go out. Let's just beat the bejesus out of this guy for, you know, saying some dumb stuff. Something more, way beyond like a personal, like something really intricate here. 
It'll make that trial real interesting, that's for sure, because somebody's going to say, here's their defense, and you'll be like, oh, man. I wouldn't be surprised if a woman was involved. I wouldn't be surprised if there was some sort of a sideways something or other that somebody's happened. Banging somebody between, shouldn't be. Yeah, between a man and a woman and something something disrespectful there where it was taken care of because this is not about reckless driving or a traffic stop or you know some dude losing his mind and saying bad things to the cops or vice versa this was this was in the heart of a couple of those dudes to get him it's terrible is that what happened originally he was stopped for reckless driving or something that's what they say that's what they said it was a reckless driving thing and and then you know he was asking what i do what i do what i do and like every every bit of the video, I'm like, all right, he's complying. And then when he runs away, you kind of get it. Like he could yeah. sense we're in trouble here. Like yep. I would have run yep. from the cops too. And I'm all about cooperating and stuff like that. And not not that he was overly cooperative, but he was in jeopardy. He was in danger, and he knew it, and he took off. I don't blame him for that. Because when you watch it, you're like, yeah, get out of there. Something's not right here. You got a pack of rabid dogs hanging around your car. You run. It was nuts. So the good thing is those guys are all going to go to jail. I don't see how they get out of it. No. This a guy's, warm this, greeting yeah. in prison. John said, uh, John DePascali says, uh, I thought it was a uh, like watching an episode of The Shield, just beating him like nobody was looking. Yeah. It did. It felt like a, yep. a bad movie scene. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. We got a few of them, but the cop. You know, I'm reading the emails coming in. So this guy says, "I don't believe in defunding the police. I think we need more funding for things like better onboard uh, stuff and better training of the officers. Try to get the, the power away from the badge. That's true. I think maybe more money towards the cops is the answer. And that's a scary thing to say, but like, give them better training, more training. Toledo's favorite congressman, Jim Jordan, hmm. <laughs> made the comment yesterday. He goes, that "Defunding is the reason why we're not getting good." Could be. Uh, no. These cops, have, these cops have been on the force for a long time. I don't think it's defunding. I think it's the media. Well, he says for constantly filming them. New constantly, recruits. Con- yeah, scrutiny. Well, it's not even media. It's just yeah. social media. Ask any cop and they're like, we can't, we can't win. There's no winning. This is a nightmare. Internally, you can't say the wrong thing. There's an investigation every time you turn around. It's not worth trying to do your job. They're frustrated. But, I mean, this was... And one, well, of, the, one of the guys on TV... fingers at every, you know, yeah. on the problem, and it's just... Well, the problem with this was one of the guys on TV nailed it. And he was a congressman, too. I don't remember which one, but he's like, look, take money away, add money, do whatever you want. You're never going to stop that kind of evil. Yeah. That's just going to show up every once in a while. And we'll never understand it. it was, and, it's, and watching that, I don't know the backstory yet, and I don't know that it matters. But, I mean, in a way, they got to a point where they almost had to kill him because what they had done it was going to be worse if he was alive talking. Because then he'd have a story. They left that dude dead and still just never came out and said, I was reckless driving. Like, nothing more came out of that. They never said, I watched the video. You'll see. seemed like they were satisfied with the end result. It's crazy. Anyway, it's the world we live in. But I was happy watching the news when all these bad guys were getting shot. Walk up to anybody at a gas station and take your chances and you lose. You bust into people's houses and you lose. Three stories over the weekend where bad guys tried to be bad guys and good guys put them uh, on the floor. Again, you don't need a backstory on when somebody busts into your house. Sure, it could have been all gang-related inside now, but somebody kicks your door in. I don't care what's going on inside your house. That's your sanctuary. Defend it. And they did. Bunch of, 
it's a bunch of rumors coming from different people saying that the cops were former or current gang members still. Well, that's the Scorpion. And there's even there's even a yeah. YouTube video on it now. No kidding. Like they've they're running with it. If whether it's true or not, I don't right, know. Exactly. But it's come from yeah. three, four different people. And that's now the other on, thing you know, about the flames now of everything. Yeah. Everything is going to be yeah. amplified on on every side. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's. Who knows? But and I think that again is just all of us trying to wrap our heads around this because yeah. it's like it's just so not normal. Like there has to be something bigger. There has to be. A, oh, they all there was a gang force of five guys who used to be part of the Rolling Sixties. Of course, that makes sense to us now. There's something deeper to this, and it was terrible and whatever. But did they hire five gang members together to patrol the streets for reckless driving? I think if you had five gang members on the police squad, you put them in the gang units. Instead of like, all right, and they would have had problems before. This wouldn't have been their first goof. It's nuts, but yeah, it's uh, it's pretty awful. And if you do have a chance to watch it, I recommend you don't. You got the gist of it. It's all bad, but you're gonna see it eventually. Just like the Rodney King thing. I never saw uh, the whole thing until I was in um, criminal investigations class. And man, oh man, that that cop teacher wanted to show us this. And he goes, watch the first this. And then the uh, like there was a, a thing called the Folsom Roll that Rodney was trying to pull and break legs. Which, you know, catch an ankle and yeah. bust these guys' legs. Now, they still overreacted. But Rodney was, again, he was being portrayed as angelic. And he was a troubled soul. That dude was in, <laughs> was bad news. He still got, he didn't get, he didn't deserve any of what he got. But he wasn't exactly just laying there. He was trying to do some prison moves. They teach us that up at the React Defense all the time. Because the cops have, there's little moves you make and you leave your ankle in the wrong spot and they'll be like, stop. You got to get that leg over because somebody who's partially trained, especially a prison, they'll see that ankle sitting there. You're, you're losing your leg. Like if it's in the wrong place and you're standing over a guy, they see that. It's over. That's when the fulsome rolls happen. That's when those leg breaking rolls occur. Happens all the time on the football field. The roll-ups, but this this is the intentional break, and and you'll never walk right again. It's crazy, and it's subtle, but the guys in jail practice that. Prisoners practice busting legs and getting in fights and understanding what's underneath. They're they're training in there all the time. It's it's nuts. Anyway, happy Monday, everybody. Enjoy that Super Bowl. Yeah, I know. Oh, that that and the fact that all we're going to hear about is terrorist attacks for the next two weeks in our city. We should be we should be wearing this this gray cloud over us Those for all radiation. Nice. Oh, the radiation everywhere. copters are out. Don't forget, you're going to be in a crowd of sitting ducks. That they were saying, four hundred thousand people might show up to the Phoenix Open on Saturday. One wow. day, because I think the previous record's like two sixty, two seventy yeah. for a day, and that is an obscene right. amount of human beings. 400,000. And I don't even know if they're allowing that many, but they think 400,000 people will be at the Open. And why wouldn't you? Think about it. I've been to Super Bowls in Dallas. I went to Detroit, which was the worst place to ever hold any <laughs> event. And, uh, you know, you go to Super Bowls in other cities, Tampa. Well, you just you, you get a bored day, and you're like, what else they got? Yep. Phoenix Open. It's like 30 bucks. They're going to be everywhere out there. there that is going to be a sea of humanity. Do you hear what those uh, uh, luxury boxes are going for at the Super Bowl? No, at the at the Open. No, because they rebuilt everything up there, and those like you can't, you and me, we can't We're get not a ticket. No. no, no. Well, you can. I can. You're right. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. I wanted to pretend like I was down. You were rolling with it. I put you Springsteen it. now. You're just right, one of us, or what? Just one of you, man. <laughs> man, these prices. Phew.
<laughs> but I ain't spending that kind of dough on anything. Right. I didn't see what they're going for. What are they going for? They've got to be well. The tickets are two grand just to go to the just to go golf. They're not to go in. No, but like in the suites or in the sixteen, you're not you're not sniffing those. Those are all corporate. Yeah, sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen. You're not getting into those. Wow. Yeah, it's like thirty or forty bucks to get just your regular walk around pass, and it's going to be a sea of people. And I heard Sharp say it, and I watched it the other day on the eight hundred and fifty dollars a night at a Motel Six by the stadium. Oh. Eight fifty for a Motel Six. Wow, what are hookers doing right now? How in the world? Buying Coleman tents. I mean, what's a hooker cost? Hookers love the Ooh. Super Bowl. I'm not talking Text about the human trafficking ones. I'm talking about the ones right. who like it. Text us in, hookers. Let yeah. us know what yeah. you're going. If you're a prostitute, is. let me know what the rate is right now for you. It's got to be. It's surge not, rate. It's not your 450 bucks. We are surging. Oh, surge it is, rate. We are surging. When do the surgery start? <laughs> well, right now? Uh, I bet they, yeah, they already oh, started because of Barrett yeah. Jackson. Really? Barrett Jackson. Oh, yeah, Barrett Jackson. Okay. This week might be a discount week. You might, if you're into the hooker thing, this is the week to grab one. Next week's going to go. Next Sunday and Monday, this weekend probably, forget it. When does the open start? Uh, what day? Thursday. Well, Wednesday, technically, okay. with the yeah. pro-am. But. They'll do practice rounds. They'll yeah. have a couple of pro-ams like monday tuesday and practice rounds. not to attend it by the time thursday friday rolls around that's when all the people come from and all these douchebags from philly the good news is philadelphia is in it so not many of them can afford to show up which is great but the successful philadelphia fans are kansas city fans they've got some people with some money and so you're gonna have that but uh, the philly fans are they're selling a lot of fentanyl and and uh, meth out there right now, and to all the white kids up there in uh, Cherry Hill, they're trying to <laughs> trying to unload an awful <laughs> lot of fentanyl to afford a ticket. Mark Wahlberg and that kind of those guys will be here. Those Bradley Cooper, Mark Wahlberg, Doctor Joe Biden, they'll all show up. But Joe, if he can find it, yeah, he ain't coming. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm out of my mind. What's an eagle? Eagle, eagle, eagle. Did you say bagel? Bagels. I like those. Kamala makes those. She's one of them. <laughs> but, yeah, so we'll have a, a load of them. But, man, it's going to be crowded. I don't know what hookers are. And I, I'm serious. A prostitute, if you would, please fire off your fees for the week of. Because I think if you're if you're anything less than 1500 bucks, you got it. Because most hookers, I think they get a room, right? They hold their own room. Do they? Don't know. A lot of them. Really? I don't know if they're going to do it during the Super Bowl. They must be say, counting you, on you having one. Can you... Afford that eight fifty a night just to hope that you get a few Johns. Well, yeah, I mean, in the end, the ROI is pretty good if you get five. I guess at if you get you and a couple other yeah. girlfriends in, then, it's a cost of doing business. Eh, you got your little I got office. High there. overhead this week, but a Motel Six. You hooker. might have a couple come in with an RV. Yeah, Motel Six hooker. Like if you got a hooker and she said, "Meet me at the Motel Six, You're like, "Wow, for fifteen hundred bucks, we're going to a Motel Six. I mean, Warren Sapp had two of them, and all he owed them was four hundred each. That was a that's true. Downtown too. And he had to have been paying high dollar for his, right? Yeah, yeah oh, those are room the room, calls. the room, not yeah. not just them. Oh yeah, no, he yeah, they were high end. They were five hundred bucks for the both yeah, of them. Four hundred for both of them. That's said. bargain basement. <laughs> and then he forgot the tip. That's yeah, he the just problem. He threw them. He threw them physically into a wall. <laughs> that Jeez. was their tip. So prostitutes are gonna. It's gonna be nuts. But yeah, big hairy situation brewing out there.
Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? Uh, wake up song brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Supposed to get a lot more snow again tomorrow because of the rains that are coming. So you want to head on up there? Action Ride Shop's a place to be. Get your get your skis, get your boards, get your bindies, get everything right there. Plus, right now it is a little chilly out, so they're offering twenty five percent off of all Action Ride Shop branded uh, hoodies and uh, jackets and stuff like that. So go to actionrideshop.com, mention KUPD, and they'll hook you up with that discount. Another half foot of snow and flag today. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I heard this morning that they're forty inches over their average yeah. so far. Yeah, they're like at a hundred inches yeah. for the year. It's crazy. So it, on the list, uh, baby metal, ugh, uh, hate breed, velvet revolver. Nothing more. Anthrax, Godsmack, Seven Dust, Soil, Operator, Love Operator, uh, Iron Maiden, STP, Operator. It is. All right. Let's do Operator. I haven't heard that in a while. Nothing to lose is a great song. Better video. Yeah. Johnny him. Strong. Johnny Strong, who everybody hated, but he was in Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Four. No, the first one. Oh, was he number one? Yeah, he was number one. He was the guy he that. Was? Uh, he was the guy that told him, "Hey, find another route, Pizza Boy." That was the first yeah. one? Yeah, that was the first one. Wow. Well, there's been so many, it's hard to keep up. I know. The first one wasn't bad. It was entertaining, but wow. then this after that, just this, this guy says, I worked for the Motel 6 company for 12 years. Last Super Bowl, our rates were $150, and no one showed up. I can't imagine $850. Yeah. Can't. 850 That's just demand. I mean, I don't know what it is downtown at the Sheraton or the, the Palomar. Those, you know, fairly decent right across the street from the Footprint Center. And there's events about to happen like crazy. I mean, the Civic Center's packed full. I, I don't know what it's going to be like. Crazy. The one before the uh, Cardinals when, when it was the Cowboys Steelers. In 95. In 95, my buddy was a ticket broker. Yeah. And he stayed at this Motel 6 down the street from us of all the places. Yeah. It was really cheap, but he... Fanned out. He had 16 tickets at the time. but th- I had an easy time getting into that Super Bowl. I was broke. And I, we wandered right into that thing. It was nothing to it. It was totally different. You could There was no events either. They put tents up in the riverbed, now where Tempe Town Lake is. Right. And they had tents in there, and you could there go There was through. the NFL experience. The NFL experience there. was okay. Yeah. It was, you know, nothing great. I mean, my buddy Steve, we actually left the Super Bowl to go down to my dad had a tent. And his company had some sort of party close by. I'm like, let's go over to that. And we ended up over there watching the game. Because the game itself, it was we couldn't see. Stevie Wonder was three rows the ahead of The people are, are, you're bust in, too, on the corporate stuff. I, saying I'm still angry, Stevie Wonder had better seats to me than I did. That is a tragedy to us sighted folks. He could sat anywhere in that stadium and had the same experience. He didn't need good seats. We had good seats, too. I bet you the seats we had for that game would, like, if it was today... 15, 20 grand. We were in lower level. We were about 18 rows back. And we were off in the corner. It was, we're fine. And we ended up leaving. Like, I can't see. I hate this angle. I'm going nuts with these people. Let's go where our friends are. My dad's thing was right across the street. Left the Super Bowl. Who does that? Me. Yeah, to stay. Crazy. I was on the 10 yard line, but it's still, it's, there's so much downtime. It's such a yeah, weird. That stadium was an odd place to have it. For some reason, it just felt too big for the stadium. There's a lot going on. I didn't like it. Uh, here you go. It's operator. Nothing to lose. We're going to make a ton of money, though. That's the good news. Phoenix is about to get start swimming in cash right now. The bad news is all these idiots are going to come here and see how great it is and start getting all their moron asses out here. All these people from – we should put on a terrible show so the people from Philadelphia don't like us. Well, the last thing we need is an influx of Philadelphians. Ugh. <laughs> 
Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.